What's going on, bro? Fan, it's your boy Jerry, the TR expert of Washington. Yes, I am in the General Fitness Company studio. It is Tuesday. We had a tornado warning here, so I've been chilling here all day, just doing nothing. Actually, I cleaned the hell out of this place. This place smells really, really nice. <laughs> Anyways, though, yeah, it is August fourth. It is Tuesday, and this is it's an official episode today. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, we got episode number four forty six for you, and today. Well, we're gonna, today we're going to be talking about doing it on your own versus doing it on your own. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking about. But, <laughs> no, wait, hold up. Before you get in your mind in the gutter, I just thought about it. You know, I'm t- <laughs> we're talking about doing it, achieving on your own. That's a better way to put it. We're talking about achieving on your own versus achieving with others. Yes, you know, because... Uh, I tell you, there's a lot of people out there that really think that it's best, you know, they, the, the saying, old saying goes, if you want to achieve, if you want to achieve fast, then do it by yourself. But if you want to achieve long, then do it with others. Now, I'm pretty sure, I'm paraphrasing there, but the sentiment is still true, you know, it's like, if you want to go fast, then yeah, do it by yourself. But if you want to be a long time in the game, then, you know, obviously you're going to have some longevity, then you got to get some other people, and there's but there's a, there's a little bit more than uh, to it than that. So we're going to talk about that in today's episode. But before we get into today's episode, you know I'd really appreciate it if you would if you are listening on the Apple iTunes right now, leave a rating or a review. You know, just uh, scroll all the way down to the very bottom. You'll see a box, and on top of that box is five stars. Click anywhere in those stars and write something out that says something really cool. You can. Uh, well, you know, whatever it is, I really do appreciate it. <laughs> Anyways, let's go ahead and get this episode underway. Episode number 446, technically, officially, but technically, <laughs> of the TR Expert Talks. Who you wit? Let's go. So yeah, I want to talk about this. Uh, <laughs> just listening to some music today because we had like a tornado, so I didn't have any clients. Uh, so I was listening to some music and some Drake came on, and I was just thinking about Drake. He was like, you know what? A lot of people talk about this guy, but this guy is obviously quite talented, and he's doing quite well for himself. And I was just like thinking, like, what separates Drake from other people? Because you think about this. I actually went to a concert of his the other, uh, <laughs> a couple years back, and I had a lot of fun. You know, I don't normally go to concerts, but I had a lot of fun. And I was just thinking, like, what makes this guy so great? Because it's not like he does anything at his concerts that's, like, extra special or whatnot. Like, you know, Taylor Swift is known to have some pretty decent concerts. Uh, certain people have de- decent concerts, and if they have decent concerts, a lot of time they're like pretty well known as artists. But like he didn't have anything super special, but yet 
this guy Drake is just like on it. And so I was just thinking like, you know, first of all, you know, Drake's got some different type of lyrics. Most of his rap is kind of like pop rap, you know? It's like, it's good. It's, music is like kind of for everyone. Whereas like, you know, you have rap music, it's like more for certain types of people. Drake's music is like, <laughs> everybody's listening to it. He's actually got a song where he's like, your trainer's pressing play, your mama's pressing play. <laughs> he's just like naming everybody. But it's very true, right? Like he's got like those Will Smith type lyrics, even though it's not quite Will Smith's caliber. Because, you know, Will Smith is like all no cur- curse words, having fun, you know, just talking about life or whatnot. His, you know, he's got some curse words and he's talking about life too. But it's like I said, his is a little bit more poppy. So, uh, you know, another thing is about this Drake guy is that um, he, <laughs> instead of like hustling, like most people, they hustle, right? And this is something that kind of, you know, like I said, I was thinking of most people, they hustle and they hustle hard and they work lots of hours and stuff like that. And I think that's going to get him to the top. And, he, you know, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm one of those people. I work hard and I work a lot of hours. But you think about it, like some of the hardest working people out there are the least paid, right? You know, like, yeah, people that work hard, you know, people not only work hard with their hands, like physical labor, but actually like work long hours. Like say, for instance, somebody at McDonald's, those people work like, you know, they work like four. I remember I worked at McDonald's and I worked like 40 hour weeks at like age 16. And I remember getting my first paycheck and it was $106. I was like, what the Hell no, you know, so I remember that this is a while back though, obviously when minimum wage is a little bit less, but still it's like, I remember working, that's it's the hardest I had worked in a long time, I mean, I had cutting lawns and babysitting, well babysitting's not that hard, but I had cut lawns before that, and even cutting lawns wasn't as hard as like McDonald's, working at McDonald's, and I, I look back at it, and I, I still think like working at McDonald's is kind of harder than what I'm doing now, so like that's a hard job, and you know, he doesn't pay a lot, but a lot of times, the best way to get the most money or get the most resources is, is to involve your friends, you know? Like, if you have people that are helping you out, like, maybe you might not, ma- might not make as much money at first, right? Like, maybe you might make a couple bucks here and there. But eventually, because you have these people working with you, all you got to do is just find someone that's going to be the face of the whole corporation and whatnot, and you're, everybody's doing well. Now, obviously, like, the, the way to make the most money is to do it by yourself, but the likelihood of you making it by yourself is way, way less. You know, I mean, even though I'm like a quote-unquote solopreneur, I have a lot of people working, <laughs> working for me for free. You know, like, I have a lot of people helping me out and doing things. You know, I do things for people, and people help me out, but... At the end of the day, like if I just was like trying to do my thing, serve my clients and not try to get any help from the community or try to be a good person in general uh, to the people around me, like I wouldn't be getting half the, the business I'm getting now. You know, I'd be really in trouble right now during during that quarantine. I would have been in trouble during that quarantine and you now that recovery would have just Whew, people are just getting back into or trying to get back into it. And I see a lot of a lot of uh, least yoga studios just. She's fallen by the wayside, left and right. You know, just one of the most popular ones in this town just went under a couple weeks ago. So it's kind of it's it's like wild to see this, but at the same time, like I know these people, I know a lot a lot of these people, and they just did not. They weren't really people that were part of the community. They were known in the community. People knew about them, but they weren't really people that like. Uh, did stuff within the community that actually helped people other than like their services so you know i've always made i've always just been that kind of person i mean i'm not a saint by any means but i like to like be part of the community you know i've always been one of those people that was 
uh, you know, just moving into the neighborhood, uh, you know, for the most part. I always felt like I was that guy that was just coming in, joining the party late. So I always felt like an obligation to try to help people out and try to do my best to integrate myself within the community. So, <laughs> you know, that's just kind of my, that's my MO. So it just worked out pretty well being an entrepreneur. But, uh, you know, back to Drake, what I'm saying is that, you know, he, he made himself by having people, you know, work with him. And not only did he do that, but he did something kind of like Eminem did in 8 Mile. I don't know if you remember that movie, but the reason why Eminem won is because he put his dirty laundry out there so people couldn't really talk about him. And that's what Drake does uh, to the most for the most part. I mean, he doesn't put everything out there, but a lot of the stuff is like de- self-deprecating. He puts a lot of stuff out there where he's just like, "Yo, this is me. This is how it sucks." You know, I remember one song he talked about his dad and how he felt felt you know, bad about his relationship with his dad. And I remember another song where he was talking about his his son, where he just like felt bad about having a son the way he had his son. And you know, he just talks about his life and even talks about the fact that he doesn't write his own raps. So that's another thing. It's like it makes people feel like this guy, even though he's great, he's humble. And you know, even when he is being humble, he can still have people because he has a lot of friends and he's made a lot of associations he can still have people just pretty much say he's the best even though when he's even though he's saying that he's got some real bad issues in his life i mean they're not real bad no it's all relative right but the fact that he's saying these things makes us endears us to him even more than we would had he said like i'm the greatest of all time so let me just like just kind of give you uh, the lowdown, the quick rundown of what I'm talking about here. Is that you know, is a the the way the way to be in life. And uh, I just think about this because uh, <laughs> there's a, a prime example uh, with Meek Mill tried to come after him. I don't know if you remember this or how involved you are in <laughs> in in rap battles or whatnot, but there was a time about two years ago that uh, Meek Mill went after Drake and said, hey, Drake, you don't write your own rhymes, you're whack, right? And Drake was like, okay, great. And so he got his boys to write a rap, write not one but two raps against Meek Mill, and Meek Mill had nothing to say. And he pretty much, like, that pretty much changed Meek Mill's career. Meek Mill's, Meek Mill's career was on the come up, and <laughs> he did that, and everybody's looking at Meek like, what are you doing, bro? Because, <laughs> you know, Drake was like, I don't care. I, I don't have to write my own rhymes. You know, I'll write two rhymes. And I'm going to write two songs. They're going to knock you out the park. And you won't be able to do anything about it because you're going to be sitting back there <laughs> trying to write your own rhymes, right? And that's exactly what happened. He, I mean, so at the end of the day, like, you know, I mean, Andre 3000, I don't know how this became a, a talk about rap, but Andre 3000 wrote a song as well talking about, like, how people, how he's worked 20 years in the game, even, probably even more than that now because it's an older song, but he worked 20 years in the game and he found out that half the people that were famous weren't even writing their own songs. And he's just like, what? But, you know, there's one way to do it. Andre 3000 is somebody that's really famous and popular and people respect his art artistry. And Drake's another type of uh, t- another type of artist. Now, they're too similar. They're similar in the fact that they both sing rap and they have kind of poppy songs in certain ways. Everybody remembers that uh, that B.O.B. song that bombs over Baghdad. That song. And hey, y'all remember that song? Shake it like a polar raw picture. <laughs> so everybody remembers that, you know. Sorry, Miss Jackson might be another one. But anyways, 
Like, at, at the end of the day, if you can put out more stuff that might not be, it might not be 100%, but if it's more stuff that's 80% than somebody is putting out 0%, then you're winning the game, and that's kind of what he's. That's kind of what he did, you know. And not only that, it's just that you know he put out so much stuff, and he was so focused. Drake is so focused on his stuff, you know, his music, his whatever, his presence, that he doesn't have time to like be knocking people down like Meek Mill. Meek Mill is just kind of sitting around and saying like, "Hey, you know, you you whack Drake," and Drake's like, "All right, let me go ahead and just get to work real quick," and boom knock you down you know you want to talk as i'm just gonna uh, bring it right back to you so it just goes to show you you know like at the end of the day the best thing to do is not focus on other people and other people and trying to knock other people down and trying to knock down like what they built because that's never going to work you know it works for a little bit but in the long run you know everything just looks the whole atmosphere looks like garbage once you have it all trash but if you can build up your building and maybe help people build theirs up that's a whole different story, you know? Then the whole neighborhood looks good, and then, like, maybe you have the top neighborhood or top building in the neighborhood because you helped other people and they helped you, you know? It's kind of like that Drake formula, you know? Like, <laughs> try not to knock other people's uh, buildings down, you know? Talk about what you have that's not so great, maybe, and help other people along the way. And that's really the, the, the way you become a pillar of a community. That's the way you kind of just live a good life that's instead of playing defense and you know being defensive about everything and trying to predict the next person's moves you're just on offense and doing your own thing living in living your own life making you know make creating your own happiness and <laughs> well, look you don't need to say much more than that you know that's just that's the good life right there right if you're not worried about other people and you're just doing your thing and making your, your life the way you want to see it and in, in, in your mind's eye well then t- you're winning so i mean just think about it like the, you know, from the greats like tom brady to tom edison tom tom brady to tom edison <laughs> i don't know if anybody ever called him tom i don't know why i said tom edison but tom edison you know they're all people they they did it with help you know tom brady didn't win a super bowl by himself tom edison yeah actually took credit for someone else's inventions but still like everything everybody that we know that was great or is great didn't do it by themselves maybe they maybe the credit was uh, you know given to them or whatnot but nobody ever does it by themselves you you might have a large part in it you may throw may have majority stake in it but nobody ever does it by themselves so just something to remember (laughs) not only are you uh, someone that shouldn't that should play offense always always be on the offensive always try to make things happen you know try to not worry if somebody's trying to knock you down because you know people are going to try to knock you down and and build you up but you got to keep doing your thing and making your life the way you want it to live way you want it to be and um you know that's just it that's all i got for you today just i think it's you know a lot of people are so invested in 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 me so to speak the i'm putting up air quotes there they but they really should be invested in in we you know like 7.8 billion is definitely stronger than one and you know the quicker we can figure this out and not necessarily be like all oh, this one world order or whatever these you know conspiracy theorists should think about literally like people understanding and being more conscientious and actually having some empathy and playing off of each other's strengths and not being you know all defensive and not feeling all some type of way about people maybe taking advantage of them because at the end of the day if you're a good person people are going to take advantage of you every once in a while but 
you know, <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, those little time, those few times that people try to take advantage of you aren't going to add up to anything in relation to how much you're going to actually win when you get people on your team. So that's really what it is, you know, like either play by yourself and be all defensive and sour about people, <laughs> people hating on you, or you just get together and accept that sometimes you're going to get some losses, you're going to get some people that may betray you, some people that, you know, maybe talk mess about you, but at the end of the day, you know, the, the, greater, the greater good or the, the sum of all those, uh, of those good things you're going you're gonna to do and achieve are going to far outweigh those bad things and negative things that other people try to put on you. Alright, so anyways, that does it for my Tuesday evening. I hope you have a great day or had a great day. I really do appreciate you listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And as always, keep it coming.